Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, you heard it in Graham Francis's update. A tough loss once again last night for the Cardinals. They try and avoid the sweep later on tonight against the Marlins. Alongside Grand Francis and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Alex Ferrario as we head out to our guest line now and welcome in our weekly insider for MLB.com. He is John Denton. John, out in Miami last night, saw that loss. That has to be rock bottom this season, right, John? <laughs> yeah, Alex, you would you would think so. I mean, they've lost some gut punch games. Uh, you know, Gio gave up the two-strike, two-out home run to the to the uh, um, Giants that day, uh, Helsley gave up a walk-off in San Francisco. But, I mean, this one just takes the cake. I mean, a ball hit right back to the pitcher and two runs score. A guy comes around from first base. Like, there there was just shock on, on guys' faces that you hadn't seen all season where, you know, there's just a disbelief that this keeps happening to a team that was supposed to be, you know, back in the playoffs for a fifth straight year or so. It was absolutely shocking. It, it's like a team that can't believe what's happening to themselves. Yeah, John, and listening to Ali talk post game and really all season, it, I mean, you could hear the frustration in his voice, and rightfully so, but when he makes the comments of, look, our pitching has to be better and it has to be better fast, that's the part that gets so confusing because you look at it and you say, well, it's not like they're worn down. Yes, they're dealing with injuries, but this is just the pitching staff you went into the season with, and they're just not pitching well. Yeah, they're they're just not good enough, Brent. I mean, I mean uh, Alex, you know, it, it's you you can't be behind three to nothing, four to nothing every day and expect your offense to bail you out. You know, last night I felt bad for Jordan Walker, who hit the biggest home run of his career. I felt bad for Nolan Arenado, who had three doubles and was a quarter of an inch away from a fourth double. Uh, Wilson Contreras, I felt bad for him. He had three hits and he slid headfirst into first to to beat out a ball to get on base to keep that inning alive. Those guys were playing out of their minds last night, trying to will that team to a win. And then you have pitching go out and, and give up four runs in the first. Uh, you know, they, they, they get the game tied. The first pitch, the next inning, they give up a home run. Uh, you know, and, and then the ninth inning, you know, Jordan Hicks has to be better with, with leadoff hitters. I think that's the seventh leadoff hitter he's walked this season. He has to come into the game sharper. Uh, you know, he has to know to check that runner going around third. He knew they were running on the pitch. You've got to look that runner back and then throw to, make a good throw to first. So, uh, you know, pitching is at the root of this team's problem. They keep giving up their, the first inning. Since July, uh, I think since June 1st, they have a 9 ERA in the yep. first inning. That, that can't keep happening, and, and you put yourself in a hole. So pitching is at the root of all this. You know, it's – it's why they have 18 blown saves. It's why they have 18 one-run losses. Uh, it, it's at the root of everything right now. 
John, speaking of the pitching, Matthew Libertor doesn't even get out of the first inning last night, and it's been a couple of bad starts for him in a row, and the ERA is at 6.75 now. What do you think the plan is with Matthew Libertor moving forward? Yeah, you know, kind of like with Wayno, you just you can't keep trotting him out there. It, it it breaks the will of everybody else on the team, and you know it's not working. Something has to change. Uh, he's having trouble holding his velocity. You know, one one second he's throwing ninety five, ninety six, the next second you look up and it's ninety two, ninety three. Uh, you know, his curveball's kind of rolling out of his hand. Uh, he's not pitching inside. Uh, all the reasons, you know, it's there's been like four or five, you know, quick early bad starts now and. I wouldn't be shocked if he's not, you know, sent back to the minor leagues. They've got to try something different there. Uh, you know, we all saw what happened to Wayno the other day. They had to try something different there. So uh, they they keep trying to shuffle the deck, keep trying to find something that works. Uh, but you know, everything that that they touch right now kind of blows up in their face. John, do you think there's a chance that they could try just flipping him with Stephen Matz and see if he would work well as a kind of one-inning spurt reliever out of the bullpen as a lefty? Yeah, you know, that's, you you got to try something different at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ali Marmol said yesterday that, that, that Steven Matz was under consideration. But, you know, I mean, you started a kid who, who has struggled all season on three days rest. You kind of knew that was going to go badly. I mean, we all kind of thought that. Uh, you know, you hope the best for Matthew because he's a great kid and, and he's a great talent. He's only 23 years old, but that was a rough spot for him to be in last night. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, it tells you all you need to know about the plight that they're in. They have a $44 million pitcher in Steven Matz who they, they couldn't start last night. Uh, you know, Matz has been a lot better in the bullpen. I would have rather seen Matz get that start last night, but he didn't. It just tells you about, you know, all they're going through with pitching. It, it doesn't matter what they try, who they pitch. It's just not going well. And, Something, something, you know, has to change. Uh, they, they, they've got to figure something out because you can't start off every night down three nothing, down four nothing. It just it breaks the spirit of the rest of the team. We're talking with John Denton, our Cardinals insider for MLB.com here on BK and Ferrario. John, we've seen the roster moves from the Cardinals when Wayno goes to the IL, when they've had different things. It's been Mats, it's been Libertor, they brought up Zach Thompson, it's been James Nail, JoJo Romero. They're not bringing up these younger pitchers, and it seems like this task in terms of overhauling the pitching staff rotation and bullpen by next season is going to be a lot more daunting than we originally thought. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not a lot coming from the minor leagues. I mean, other than Gordon Graceffo, who got another triple a win, he got his second triple a win last night. There's not a lot on the horizon as far as what, what you can tap into down there. Now they did use quite a bit of their, their minor leagues last season. I think there were, 12 players who made their major league debut last season who came from the minor leagues. So, uh, you know, the, the help is not in triple a, like you would hope, you know, you would think, okay, you're struggling at the big league level, call up some of the bright young kids. They're not really down there right now. Uh, you know, this, this, this franchise needs a total overhaul in pitching. They need young pitching prospects coming. They need, you know, they need, they need guys in triple a, who can come and, and, and take some of these starts, but they just don't have that right now. And I wouldn't be shocked if, if pitching is not a primary focus uh, in the, in the major league baseball draft that starts on Sunday last season, you know, the first, uh, I think five of the first six picks were all pitchers. So 
I fully expect them to go pitching heavy again in, in this draft that's coming up on starting Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. John, as a follow-up to that, if the Cardinals believe they're in this winning window, can they overhaul this pitching in one trade deadline and offseason, or is this going to take multiple years? It's probably going to take multiple years. It's going to, you know, they're they're kind of in a mess right now. Uh, it's like, you know, like you said, there, there's not a lot of help on the way. Uh, you know, uh, Cooper Jerpy, their number one pick from – this past season, uh, had arthroscopic surgery to remove a loose body in his elbow, so he's out now. So that probably sets him back a year. Uh, you know, a couple of their pitchers, Bryson Motts and, and Pete Hansen, have pitched well in the minors, but they're in single A. They're a couple years away. Uh, they're going to have to spend this all season. They're going to, you know, people question, you know, whether Mo did enough uh, getting pitching this all season. He's got to have the budget to do that. They've got to be willing to commit to paying big money for pitchers. Pitchers aren't cheap. Uh, if you go out and get somebody at the deadline, you're not going to get a, a a total you know guy who moves the needle. You're not going to get that guy in an off season. That's going to probably be a free agent, and you've got to spend to get them. So there's a lot of dynamics that go into this. I think they all know they've got to upgrade their pitching, but you've got to be able to spend to get it. You've got to be willing to give up prospects to get it. You got to spend the cash to get it, so it's it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be a quick process. John, I was just going to ask you. You just mentioned giving up the prospects to get it. What is your sense on how open and willing the Cardinals will be, whether it be at the deadline or in the off season, to move on from some of this young offensive core that they kind of have to go and improve and jumpstart this kind of retool of the rotation? Well, you know, the Cardinals have always been a, a draft and develop. Uh, franchise. I mean, that's their lifeblood. That's the way they control salaries. Uh, they want to be that team. They want to be that franchise that that survives off of promoting guys from the minor leagues. And uh, you know, but but you know, I think they've overvalued some of their prospects. I think they've you know hung on to some of them maybe that they shouldn't or or been reluctant to trade some of them. Uh, they, they're they're going to have to be maybe a change in philosophy there because you know they they can't keep going like this with with pitching you know, this bad, it, it, it ruins everything. So you may have to give up a Nolan Gorman. You may have to give up a large Newt bar. Uh, you know, you're not giving up Jordan Walker. I doubt you're giving up Mason Wynn, but you may have to move some of these young players that, that are their contract controlled to be able to get the kind of pitching you need. You know, it, it's, it's not going to be cheap. Like if you want a good pitcher, you're going to have to give up two or three elite prospects. And, and that's just the way this game works. He is John Denton. John, always appreciate the time, sir. Thank you so much. Enjoy Miami, and we'll talk to you uh, in a couple of weeks. Sounds great, guys. Take care. Thanks.